Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Prepare for Impact podcast. I'm your host, Connor Bland, and this week we're going to be talking about what we do here at the Prepare for Impact team, and we're also going to tie in how it is that discipleship fits in with what we do here, and stay tuned and join Alrighty, everybody. Well, welcome to another week of the Prepare for Impact podcast. Uh, so this week, we're going to be talking about what we do here at the Prepare for Impact team. Uh, I figured there would be no better place to start than with our director of Prepare for Impact slash mobilization, Jeff Bozel. So Jeff, could you maybe explain to our listeners what it is that the director of mobilization does? I'm sure there's a giant list of things that you do, but how does that really fit into what Prepare for Impact is. Okay. Uh, I guess first we should say that mobilization is just kind of a internal fancy word for recruiting. Mm-hmm. We used to use recruiting, like I would, I would be a director of recruitment for an agency, but recruiting is a very kind of a military word. I don't know. There's just not a whole lot of help there, but it, it actually does functionally say what we do. Mm. Uh, we're recruiting people. We're talking to them about, about considering missions or cross-cultural work, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And that kind of morphed into mobilization about 20 years ago, I'd say. More and more agencies switched from recruiting to mobilization. But we feel like mobilization is, well, it's also a very military word, but mm-hmm. but um, but it just, people don't really know what that means. You know, I mean, what what is it to mobilize? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like get up and get going maybe or whatever. So we thought um, we would consider something like prepare for impact, which actually describes a little bit more of what we do, trying to pre- prepare people to have impact or to be impacted by the cultures that they encounter. So mm-hmm. my role is, uh, well, part of it is leading this team. Yeah. So there's kind of helping you guys be the best you can be at what you do and trying to give you space to be creative and and express yourselves in the team, and then you know breaking up fights and stuff like that uh, that happen. That I'm I'm lying doesn't happen. Not yet. Uh, not yet. Not yet. Balls in the mob. Right. Yeah. Well, only been yeah. here. Yeah. I have my own office. The three of them are all stuck in the same cubicle, and it does get a little exciting, but usually with laughter. Yes. Uh, nobody else on the floor really likes us because we're a little Ooh-hoo. noisy. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's mm-hmm. part of what I do. I I, yeah. I try to keep us all kind of headed in the right direction and, and encourage. Yeah. On on my in my the other part of my job really is just acting as a mobilizer as a colleague with you guys mm-hmm. in trying to communicate well with people. To, so answering questions, whether that be via email or phone, talking to people in person at conferences, mm-hmm. those kind of things. So. Mm-hmm. It's really a, a communication role and then a coordination role. Yeah. yeah that's really cool. So, Lydia, I'll have yes. you go next. So, uh, what is it that you do here? We know that you're, you mentioned in one of our, or in the trailer, I think, uh, that you are the administrative mobilizer. What does it mean <laughs> to our great listeners? Well, the term administrative mobilizer was something that I just came up with because... <laughs> administrative assistant to mobilization is kind of snoozeville. Um, <laughs> but I also, because my role, I have to do a lot of the administrative side processing forms and paperwork and things like that to get people through the process. But at the end of the day, I am a mobilizer. I'm not just an admin assistant. Yeah. Um, and also, I guess I like to kind of 
redo everything. I'm like a big makeover kind of person. So I came in on during the team. I was like, let's do a big makeover. The female Ty Pennington, everybody. <laughs> right, right. Stream the makeover, mobilization, mob edition. Used to be mobcast edition. <laughs> so, um, I've been doing a lot with that too and mm-hmm. jumping into like figuring out the website and social media and all the other pieces that go into that. But also staying in contact with everyone who's going through the process and the paperwork and kind of the help that has to happen through that process, too. Yeah. Lydia is definitely underselling herself a little bit because she's all the all the fun, like graphics that you see, the pictures you see that come up on our Facebook page or Instagram that a lot of you guys follow us on. That stuff's all made by Lydia and she makes it look so effortless and easy. She's like, it's so simple and puts it together and it looks great every time. So. Please leave some love in the comments for, for Lydia. Make sure to like our social media. Yeah. Like our Instagram, like our Facebook. We also have a Twitter and we are this close. We figured out today that at how we can get our podcast onto iTunes and Apple podcasts. So we'll let you guys know the moment that's up there. We know a lot of you guys are Apple listeners and that it's not the most convenient thing to go to Facebook, but. We are really figuring that out uh, here, and we're super close to getting it all figured out and ironed out for you guys. So thanks for your patience, you Apple listeners. And also for the friends of yours who don't listen, because it's not on Apple Podcasts, we'll let you know, and you can let them know how to get to it, and it'll be the Prepare for Impact podcast. So all that being said, yes, Lydia has a very, very important, crucial role here, especially to the podcasts that we do, um, as well as a lot of other things when it comes to the missionaries that we have coming through our doors. So thank you for what you do for me. Thanks. Thank you for what you do too, Jeff. I'm sorry I didn't throw right. that on the sorry. end of yours. And I did want to put in a plug for Lydia too, because when she's gone, pretty much everything else falls apart. Yes. You know, I mean, she's we don't not get allowed anything to take done. Vacation. I, I I tried to send an application when she was gone on on vacation, and you know, it was like the guy writes back and says, "Hey, I've done everything else, but I didn't find any of the forms." Uh oh. <laughs> Oh, oh, I was supposed to send those too. Oh, okay, great, great. <laughs> and then we messaged but, Lydia in Hawaii on her vacation, and she's like, oh, I can help. No. Oh, no? You didn't? No, that didn't I happen. thought you did. No, okay. No, no, I, no I wasn't. No, that's good. No, I didn't do any of that stuff. Okay. But to be fair, I'm so new at this too. Yeah. So it's great, though. I'm so, no expert. It's great. So then, Josh, what, what do you do here at the Prepare for Impact team? Or what will you be doing as well? Which I think is a good thing to add. I work um, primarily with uh, our our candidates, our contacts, doing emails, phone calls, Skype, going to conferences, meeting people in person, kind of that initial contact point. Very uh, pretty much a lot of what Jeff does, except I don't direct or lead the team or anything like that. Mm. Talk on the podcast sometimes. Yeah, but mostly it's just uh, it's getting out there, um, talking with people, trying to uh, get to know them. Mm. Yeah, what it is that God's leading them into, how we can possibly partner with them or facilitate that for them, mm-hmm. getting them through our process if they're interested in uh, partnering with those. And then what will you be doing? Do you I, not what will I be doing? Yeah. I don't fully know yet. Okay. We are, uh, my wife and I and our two-year-old and soon-to-be-born son, um, we are in the process Yay. of transitioning out of the mobilization team and hopefully moving to the Philippines. Um probably be transitioning to full-time support raising this fall and then maybe lord willing in uh the beginning of next year january february somewhere around there we'll move to the philippines and start with learning the language tagalog is the language they speak in the philippines and um and then really trying to figure out what exactly god has for us there we, we 
I'm pretty sure that that's where he's leading us. We're just not entirely sure exactly what we'll get involved in. Mm. There are lots of ideas. The leadership over there has a number of ideas of how we can get involved. They're very excited for us to get there and start getting involved. Mm. Um, Jeff's wife, who is the director of member care, has some ideas for us to possibly be involved as well. And mm. so we're, uh, we're just trying to pray through those things, those options, and figure out which door uh, the Lord wants us to walk through. Yeah, that's really cool. There's basically and, not a lack of options. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. A lot of things sure. they could get involved in. He could he could start the mobilization department there in the Philippines. You know, and I mean, God a is, lot of things. God is super cool that way, where he opens. Not sometimes it's not just one door that he opens up. There's a lot of different doors, and he's like, you can pick. Or at least I feel like that in my life. That there's sometimes where it's like, I'll I'll bless you no matter which way you go in this. And I think that that's really cool that you're going out and doing that. It's um, kind of ironic because I'm working recruitment mobilization and. We're kind of being recruited. By yeah. Right. right. You right. mobilized too well. Yeah. You mobilized yourself. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Connor. So, Connor, what do you do? Oh, what do I do? Well, you know me as the host of the Prepare for Impact podcast. You know me maybe from our first season. I uh, introduced myself a lot as the short-term missions coordinator. What I do is primarily right now is the podcast stuff. I, I put together over the last six months the everything to... To try to, with the help of everybody around me, it's not just me, but I, I record, I edit and produce the, the podcast that you hear. So every time you guys comment, it makes me feel good, whether it's a good or bad one. I'm just happy that people are reacting. We've seen a ton of you guys who are new listeners come in and check out our new stuff. And that's been super encouraging. Um, and especially the sip, which airs every Monday morning. Um, so you can listen to it on your drive to work. A little plug there. Sorry. And I'm sorry. Go. The shameless. other thing, yeah, shameless, shameless, super shameless. I'm a sellout, 100%. Sponsored by the Zip. <laughs> the other part of my role, which I'm still sort of working into, so I'm part-time here currently. I'm raising support to be full-time eventually. Uh, and I, I'm, my, my main directive is recruiting, mobilizing short-term people uh, to be able to, so for OC, that's one week to one year. Everybody who is short-term will come in contact with me at some point to talk about my, my experience as a short-termer and also the things that I struggled with on my, my short-term journey when I was in high school and after high school. It's, it's something that I have a huge passion for. I love talking to people about just being really passionate about short-term ministry because it's a, it's a great stepping stone into long-term ministry. And I think that uh, some people, it's the the step that they need to be able to get the confidence that God is calling them into ministry, like long term. And sometimes it's hard to jump full in, like definitely like our parents and our grandparents' generation. There wasn't really much of a thing called short term. So it's really it's really fun to me to be a part of uh, just a category, if you will, that is pretty new and and that young people are are loving to be able to get to travel as well as experience a new culture and and a new environment so mostly what i do is handling finances handling uh any any way that we recruit short-term people is it it comes through me the one other thing that i wanted to mention at at the end of josh's thing but they introduced me too quickly because josh is leaving coming fairly shortly if you if any of you who are listening are interested in becoming a part of the prepare for impact team as as one of our mobilizers, uh, being able to go to college conferences and and being able to do what we do here at the Prepare for Impact team uh, and what Josh does, like he explained, we would love to hear from you guys. If you want to send us a email, we're mobilization at oci.org. So again, that's mobilization at oci.org. 
or you can you can message us on any of our social media. Either way, Website, one of us. Anything. Yeah. Direct messages. Yeah, seriously. Any DM, we check them every day. Yeah, I wanted to say one more thing, too, because yeah. you mentioned uh, raising money. Uh, we did an episode on that on, in Season 1. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking about, you know, getting involved in, in mission work or something like that, and that's your big question, mm-hmm. uh, it's something Connor's walking through right now, and it's it is certainly one of the more faith challenging kind of experiences that you walk through. Okay. Now you might, you might look back at that, uh, go back to that, in our uh, that episode one. in season one and, mm-hmm. and just give a listen to that. A lot yeah. of good information there. Or if you want and to, I'm not me. saying that just cause I was part of that. Podcast. No, no, I appreciate that too. And, yeah. And if you want, if you're, if you're struggling with that too, give me a, shoot me a message or email on any one of those platforms as well. I'd love to talk to you. It has been crazy. I've gone through every single life, big life event money wise in the last couple of years. And so when you're doing that while trying to raise support and not being full time, it's a great, it's a, it's a fun journey, but it's one that I would never want to do again. So, (laughs) so (laughs) as far as, and I'm still doing. So if you guys have any questions on that, please don't be afraid to ask. Well, now that you've heard from all of us about the uh, different things that we do around the office here for our prepare for impact team, we wanted to take a minute to kind of talk about, because the theme of this season is all about discipleship, we wanted to talk a little bit about how we, maybe a couple of us, maybe all of us, uh, feel that discipleship really comes into what we do. Um, and, and I think Jeff looks like he's chomping at the bit over here to, to, to say something. Well, I, I think part of discipleship is trying to, if I was the disciple maker, as as a, a mobilizer, as somebody trying to guide people into into a missions thing, I, for me it's it's kind of simple because that's where I was mm-hmm. or that's where I am. So we we talked a little bit about support raising mm-hmm. and and how difficult that is. Well, I have done that yeah. and and doing that. I mean, it's not something. It's not a one and done kind of thing. You know, yeah. you it's a continual process of of trying to share needs of you know, rejoicing together and stuff like that. So as, as I'm discipling someone, as I'm mobilizing someone, I'm actually discipling them into a way of life mm-hmm. because missions, uh, missions kind of ministry, well, any kind of ministry really is a, is a way of life that you have to engage in. Taking it cross-cultural just adds a layer yeah. of, of fun and difficulty. But I think what we try to do is help people to understand that making this kind of commitment to live for the kingdom impacts everything you are and changes you to, I don't know. It just, it makes you a different kind of, you, you act differently. You think differently. You, you respond differently because you're in this, you're in a different, like a different place, Mm -hmm. you know? So I guess that for me, that's what part of the discipleship is. I'm trying to help people experience or prepare to experience what I experienced. Mm. Yeah. No, and I, and I think, uh, for me, one of the things discipleship wise that I've seen for my two and a half years of being around Jeff and support raising and, and then, uh, just kind of seeing our process go through. And one of the things for all of us that we do, like whenever we get, whether it's from Mission Next or whether it's from some, some website recruitment that we have is the first thing we do is we try to, you know, we, we talk to you a little bit about what you're looking for to make sure that there's even a chance that you would fit in, in what, um, OC does like some people want paid positions, like OC doesn't offer that. Um, some people want local, like in the U S ministry, OC doesn't do a whole lot of that. So 
Uh, but, but one of the first things after that step is, is that we have a Skype call or some kind of video chat where we're able to get to know you, get to meet you and, and hear your story. And I think for me, that's been one of the great things with, I don't even know if it's necessarily technically discipleship, but just the fact that we get to hear so many people's stories from all across the board. Um, I remember the first time I looked at Mission Next when I started working part-time and I saw somebody who was in their sixties who was applying for short term. And I was like, <laughs> like, I mean, not like I realize now, like that's really crazy that I would laugh at that because there are people who are at retirement age who want to, uh, who, who want to pursue short term missions. And cause all, all I thought of was like, Oh, the kids after high school, you know, college age kids on a, on a summer trip or a gap year or something like that. And. So to get that perspective, even for me, that it's not just young people, that it's sometimes it's people who are much more experienced in missions or, or just life in general, um, to be able to hear their story and gain the knowledge that they have from years of whether it's working some secular job or whether it's in ministry, you know, I like get a church here and they just want to kind of spread out because they feel like God has called them to, to do some sort of short term ministry opportunity. Um, to be able to be a part of that and kind of, I want to use the word brokerage, you know, kind of, uh, or broker, sorry, that, uh, that whole process is we are the, we're the first people that you would talk to if you wanted to come and be a part of OC and we get to take you from that step and then walk through with you. And then at the end of it, we get to, you know, we have you guys back here, like Josh will, uh, or, or Jeff will, I've, I've seen them before go up to, the, uh, to Denver to meet people who are coming back from trips and do just like a, a hangout, like what's up, how did it go? You know, just being able to have that kind of, uh, relationship portion of what we do, I think is, is huge. I mean, Jeff and I talk about all the time how when we engage in those types of conversations with people, it's not just about the work that they could do with OC or not just about yeah. joining OC, but we, we come alongside them in, in whatever part of that journey, that story yeah. that we can be part of. And, um, hopefully speaking into that story as well, of what is the next step of how you can be a disciple of Christ in a sense. Yeah. Um, so I, I really, I really feel like, uh, discipleship is at the heart of how we approach those conversations, not to this, not in the sense of making you a disciple of OC, but, trying to encourage you to pursue a discipleship relationship with Christ in a sense of what is the next step that you can take to pursue uh, this walk, this journey that we're on. And we can come alongside you for yeah. uh, a brief time. If you don't end up doing anything with OC or you can end up being coworkers in ministry for years. Right. I think part of that too, is just affirming what God has done in someone's life. That's, mm-hmm. that is such a cool thing. Sometimes you're so into it, you know, I mean, you're in the forest, you can't tell. Yeah. But when you tell your story, someone else can say, man, God was just at work there. Isn't that so cool? Mm-hmm. And that might be a total revelation to you because you've never seen that that, you never thought that that was a God thing, mm. you know, that, that God was actually involved in, in, in working in your life and that, in that experience. Yeah. So that's a, a great way to relate. And, and I think there's some discipleship in that as well, mm-hmm. where we're just affirming God's work in other people. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was describing what I do to my, to my friend, Maddie, shout out to Maddie. Hey, Maddie. Um, and I was telling her like what I do and what mobilization is, is 
like I'm a a very uh, avid friend share where I want all my friends to be friends. And I feel like mobilization is kind of that where you become friends with people and you want those friends to become friends with other people that you know, and you want them to be discipled throughout the whole process. So mm-hmm. it's not just like, great, we get to be friends with them. Great, we get to know them. But I want you to meet everybody else. And I want them to see it. I want them to see in you what I see in you so that you can continue on in this journey. Right. It's the whole community aspect and family aspect. Mm -hmm. And I would say um, as well, you don't have to feel like you need to make it to a certain point before you can talk to us. Oh, yeah. Very willing to talk to talk to you wherever you are in that journey. If you're like, if this is, if listening to this episode is the very first time you've even considered uh, what what does my relationship with Jesus look like? Uh, mm-hmm. What is there something that I should be doing differently? I mean, we'll have a conversation with you about that. Um, where you are right now, we just want to get to know where you are right now, where you are in your story, and yeah, we have a couple of people that are like what two or three years out. They're like, oh, tell, yeah, I mean, even, even more, than, me. even more yeah. than that. Yeah, it's and it's cool. It's great to be able to walk alongside that, even though you know we're not going to be all clingy or anything. We're not like a sales agency that's going to be contacting you every second of the day, but like. If you want to talk about something, that's our job is to be here and answer that email or answer that text or whatever it is to be able to walk alongside you with that. And we do want to answer your emails and texts and whatever you send to us. We're a small team, but we're here. Like, we really appreciate any feedback, any questions that you guys have. We're open books. Yes. About anything in the Prepare for Impact podcast or the SIP. Maybe not the sip. Questions in the sip. <laughs> yeah. If you not, really have don't questions, don't question the sip, please. <laughs> no, you can question. <laughs> you can have comments. <laughs> agree or disagree? Yeah, yeah yes. you can agree or disagree. Yes. Yeah, sure. Chipotle is the best. Well, that's it for this week for the Prepare for Impact podcast. We hope that you guys have a great week, and we will see you guys on Monday for the sip. <laughs>